This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, it's Wednesday. And we're glad you're with us. We hope you'll join us here on our Open Lines program, 360-676-5464. It's KGMI Connects. Anything goes here on our program. And as I said, I hope you'll give us a ring and tell us what's on your mind. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. It's an interesting article in the Seattle Times where uh, UW researchers uh, looked at uh, Amazon and its effect on its surrounding neighborhoods, found that... um, they expose their neighbors, uh, their main, main delivery, their package handling and delivery facilities. You know where the, the delivery trucks all come and go and everything that they expose their neighbors to pollution at a higher, uh, higher rate than uh, residents in other parts of the city. And I guess they studied spe- Seattle specifically. They say that Amazon's not the sole company responsible for this. It's a reflection of historical processes that have been observed for decades. And of course, these are generally poorer neighborhoods that surround these facilities and um, neighborhoods that comp- are comprised uh, of a higher percentage of minority residents. Hmm. Well, interesting. Uh, let's <laughs> would that, whatever is on your mind, as I always say. Anything goes here on KG Mike and X. Let's we'll go right to the phones. 360-676-5464. Eric out in the county joins us once again here today. Hi, Eric. Hi, how are you doing? You're very well, very well. You know, I read the 14th Amendment last night, and I have some comments about it. Okay. First, the presidency is absent from the list of positions covered by Section 3, so I'm not sure it even applies. Second... Colorado's action is premised upon President Trump's guilt, but he's only been accused and never charged, tried, or convicted. In fact, no one has of the crime of insurrection. Third, I'm not sure he could be convicted. He told the crowd to peacefully and patriotically express their concerns. And he urged Nancy Pelosi to provide additional security, but she refused. I'm not sure that constitutes inciting an insurrection. Fourth, providing aid and comfort to our enemies is also grounds for electoral disqualification. And that is the crux of the House investigation into Joe Biden's influence peddling activities. So will he also be removed from the ballot? And finally, Enforcement power is reserved for the Congress, so I suspect Colorado lacks jurisdiction. My conclusion is that this is simply an attempt by deep state globalists to rig the outcome of one more presidential election. I want to thank you for taking my comments, and God bless our political prisoners. Okay, I mean, who are the political prisoners? The January 6th folks, the people who um, now, trespassed. Well, now, former President Trump aside, I mean, these people did attack the seat of our seat of government. Um, did they not con- uh, commit uh, an insurrection or did they not no, attack they our commit. nation? No, they didn't, Joe. They didn't commit insurrection. Had there been an insurrection on January 6th, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Well, We'd be having a conversation concerning some trials of some other people. Well, an in- insurrection doesn't have to be successful to have happened. You know what, what I'm I mean. saying is, is if Trump supporters attempted an insurrection, it would have been successful. Okay, so you don't think that those were Trump supporters who were? Uh, I, I guess I don't think it was an insurrection. Okay, all right. So okay, you know, it hardly even rises. It hardly even rises uh, to the level of rioting, which I think is what some of the folks were charged with. 
Really? I mean, have you seen, you've seen the videos like everyone else has of what happened that day? Yeah, and and I saw the uh, BLM and Antifa videos when they burnt down 250 American cities, and I didn't (laughs) notice any any insurrection charges leveled towards them. But they didn't burn down cities, and uh, I mean, they did, you know, there were stores that were... Well, and and Trump supporters didn't have an insurrection in the nation's capital. Okay. They interrupted an official proceeding. Some of them got out of hand. But if you look at the most recent information, the stuff that the Democrats didn't want you to see that finally got released when there was a change in the House leadership, you'll notice that there was a whole lot of other stuff going on that put it in perspective. We had people holding the doors open for these people. People were walking now through taking pictures. Uh, well, yes. The, Give me a was, break, Joe. Come on. Well, you but, know the, but there were people you smashing their way is. into the building. And the, the fact that this this uh, assertion that the Capitol Police were welcoming police people into the uh, Capitol building, that, 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 that stuff of... Uh, that that doesn't really happen. They, they were well, beating were the police. They were, they were there, beating there the police. There were photos of it. Now, I, I admit that the man who killed unarmed Ashley Babbitt wasn't welcoming her in. Okay. Ashley Babbitt, she was the, the veteran. Right, The female right. veteran uh-huh. who put her head through a window and got shot in the neck. Okay. Well, you know, you people have you people need to understand that in order for our society to work, there has to be rule of law, and in order for rule of law to work, there has to be equal application of the law. Everybody has to consider that there's fairness as a part of the equation. And I need to tell you, I'm 74 years old, and I I feel more radical at this point in my life than I ever have because I have always felt that fairness. It is first and foremost an American uh, 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 right. And if we cannot be treated fairly by our own government, if our government is weaponized against us, then that radicalizes us. But when, I mean, if say if, if I went to the U.S. Capitol and I was angry about some policy and I was... Uh, for whatever reason, the Capitol was closed that day, or they were holding a closed session. I couldn't gain access to the Capitol. I was angry as an individual, and I started smashing my way into the building and smashed through a window and climbed through the window and 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 forcibly walked into the, you know into the the House chambers or what have you. Don't you think I'd be arrested and charged with a crime? Would I be a political prisoner at that point if I did this? Maybe. But maybe not, Joe. But okay. you know, half I, I, the country, half the country is still convinced that the 2020 election was stolen. I and the more think... we learn, the more convinced we become. My question is: how... If you really want it fair and square, wouldn't you want to allow an audit of the swing state returns in order to prove your legitimacy once and for all? But those ballots no, but were instead... those ballots were audited. I mean, down in Arizona, yeah, the opponents of the of the election outcome conducted their own audit and didn't find any irregularities, and there weren't irregularities found. Um, I, 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 Joe, you know, you know it, what the Biden regime has done is they've conducted a war against the political opposition. They've used the power of government to silence, censor, and criminalize dissent. And in that process, they've damaged our republic. They brought us to the brink of a police state. And I, for one, don't want to see this country go any further down that path. Okay. All right, Eric. That's well, my comment. That I, and that's why I offer the program is to, to make your comment. And there we have it. Uh, let's, uh, from Eric, let's go to uh, John. Well, let's go to John in Ferndale. He'll probably give, give us uh, a, a, another side to this. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. What a fantastic day. You know, to see the law reign supreme over scumbags like Donald Trump. And, you know, uh, people like like Eric, right? It's like, oh, I just read the 14th Amendment. Did you read read Article 3? Because that's the one that pertains. And guess what, Eric? During the Civil War, not a single one of those people that were disqualified 
from from holding office was was ever taken to trial and found guilty at all for insurrection. It's a manifest visual thing that we all lived through, remember? Like we were there watching the the medieval fighting and then, you know, uh uh Trump wouldn't call it off for three hours and seven minutes. Hang Mike Pence. They even brought a gallows there. And before you even try to say, Rich, that there were no weapons, there were weapons, lots and lots of weapons that those morons left behind and lost. Right? They they just oops, lost lost a weapon. And they had weapons outside the magnetometer that Trump knew about and he wanted it turned off so that they they could come in. Look, this is what happens when you vote for a criminal. And then that criminal goes on to commit insurrection and try to take over the government. Boo-hoo. Okay, all right. I told you we'd get a different perspective on all this. Uh, Thanks, John. Appreciate your call. Uh, We've got other folks on the line. And real quick before we take a break, and we'll take those calls and yours as well, uh, this is Section 3 of of, uh, the 14th Amendment. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president, or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state, who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state, to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. There we have it. All right. Uh, We'll take a quick break, as I said, and we'll be back with more here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Cascade Natural Gas is offering energy efficiency rebates so you can enjoy more comfort in every room of your home and a lower energy bill, all while earning cash incentives. Find out how upgrading to high-efficiency gas equipment will keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer and earn rebates. Contact a Cascade Trade Ally today. Call Bellingham Plumbing and Heating today. They have expertise in resolving all your water and heating needs, including water treatment, tankless water heaters, HVAC and furnace systems, gutters, kitchen and bathroom models, restaurant kitchens, and so much more. Save both energy and money on your hot water bill with a tankless water heater from Bellingham Plumbing and Heating. Check out their online specials at bpheating.com. So, if you're a Cascade Natural Gas customer, take another walk through your home and start thinking of all the rebates you could earn when you upgrade the energy efficiency of your home. Don't wait. Find out more today at CNGC.com to start earning your cash rebates. When I think about my grandparents, it takes me back to warm memories of meals shared around their dining room table and laughter exchanged around their fireplace. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO and fourth-generation Barron at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Over 50 years ago, my grandfather installed Barron's first fireplace in one of Whatcom County's newest developments, Sudden Valley. Grandpa Dan took great pride in his craftsmanship, ensuring that every fireplace or stove he installed was truly the heart of his customer's home. Today, Barron continues his tradition by providing Providing beautifully crafted hearth products through its Firelight by Baron division. Featuring America's best-known brands of stoves, fireplaces, and inserts, a Baron Firelight expert can help you build your perfect flame. Visit a Baron showroom today and get a free solo stove with purchase of a fireplace, stove, or insert. It's Baron's gift to you this holiday season to create warm, lasting memories both in and outside your home. Firelight by Baron, a tradition of warmth and beauty since 1972. Our mission, improving lives. Limited time offer, call Baron for details. Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru whenever your Subaru needs a quick service and a car wash. Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance, and you'll get a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, and the only certified Subaru tire and service center in the area. 
New Year's Eve party for a cause. Support the Ferndale Food Bank and enjoy a night of celebration at the Ferndale Event Center. Your $75 ticket or $120 for couples includes mouth-watering appetizers, live music by Sunset Superman, and a champagne toast at midnight, and a no-host bar, too. An unforgettable evening of music, laughter, and the warmth of giving back with proceeds benefiting the Ferndale Food Bank. Doors open at 7. Every ticket makes a difference. Find ticket link and details on the Ferndale Food Bank Facebook page. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Wednesday. Let's go right back to the phones. Michelle in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Just in case, I, I may be on the show Thursday or Friday, depending. Not quite sure of some travel plans. But in case I don't get a chance to, I want to wish you a uh, Merry Christmas, you and yours a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. And for that matter, everybody down at KGMI. Thanks very uh, many much. Of whom, many of whom I've known and loved over the years. Uh, just a truly wonderful radio station. Um, I, uh, uh, I feel very fortunate to uh, be a part of that. Uh, however, if, if uh, Doug uh, Bob Ferguson wins the election in November of 2024 instead of Dave Reichert, I'll probably leave the state because the state will just collapse. You know, I am far, far more afraid of the far lefties and the bigotry involved in that and all that than I am of any of the far right. Uh, I agree there were plenty of bad actors on January 6th, and, um, you know, the bad actors need to pay the penalty. They have the video proof and all that. But um, what I really feel about it, we were much worse off with all that, the Black Lives Matter riots and the Antifa riots and all the other stuff all over America in May and June and later in 2020. I mean, that was one of the worst times in the history of the country, and we've had plenty of riots in the 60s and 90s as well, and I was there for those. Hey, what I, I also wanted to say just briefly, I am not really want to talk about he who shall not be named, but if he doesn't get... Um, you know, if, if the Supreme Court, uh, for some reason, doesn't rule in his favor and, and enable him to be on the ballot, there will be massive civil unrest in this country. And, you know, uh, it's not going to be a, a healthy uh, place. And I, I fear for the country if, you know, I'm not saying I want him to win. I would much rather have Nikki Haley or Chris Christie serving as president. They're both rational moderate conservatives and i like them both very much but um at any rate just saying we you're probably could be not some... you're probably not wrong and that's unfortunate that um that we would come to this i and i i would um hope that that you know i i don't want any you know don't want to see unrest but um the the court shouldn't be coerced <laughs> by that fact, you know, um, in well, making its decision and in, in its deliberations. I I don't know how I someone uh, could stay yeah. away from, you know, not have that thought at least in the back of their heads while they're making a decision on that. But yeah, right. I want to say one more thing, uh, a topic. Uh, I I drive thirty to forty miles around the county every day uh, for a variety of meals, shopping, etc., friends, whatever, and uh, I I have never seen in my twenty five years back in Bellingham from moving back here twenty five years ago I have never seen not only so much traffic but just incredibly irresponsible driving and um i i every day i see all kinds of accidents and um i just in december alone i've seen over 10 major accidents and uh, i have seen some incredible things today i uh was driving down the guide or actually still meridian street um and i i drove through uh uh, approached um, uh, Kellogg and Meridian Street mm-hmm. at that intersection, and right. it has a light there. And, and uh, the light was uh, green when I drove through it, but it, it blanked to re- red when I was about halfway through the intersection. I was doing, I guess, the speed limit, which I think is 35 there. And, uh, and you know, I, li- I always try to drive as carefully as possible because Whatcom County drivers have just lost their minds. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And the two there were two cars behind me, well behind me, that I could see 
ramping up their speed terribly. And, you know, I've had many close calls in the past few years, but this, um, these two drivers, I could see that they might hit me. So I moved over very quickly to the left lane. Uh, and uh, sure enough, they came blowing through the red light. Light was clearly red by then. And they came blowing through it, both cars. Uh, draw, it went by me like whizzing by me. And, you know, I don't know if they would have hit me if I hadn't been alert. They might have. I saw three accidents just in the past week of, of people who were rear-ended very seriously. I don't know. You know, and, of course, I saw the result of that horrible bus auto crash on the intersection of the Hannigan and the Pole Roads. Um, you know, the poor gas station there. I used to be friends with the previous owners of the High Notes service station there. And, you know, it, it, it was yeah. just destroyed much of that station. And, you know, it, the, the bus was forced over into that station, and it was really sad. It's a good community business, and they don't deserve that. And it was all because an irresponsible driver blew a red light, and um, I guess I suppose the bus being as big as it is couldn't couldn't avoid it. But right. it was one of those things where, you know, I have seen I have since 2019, uh, you know, I never did stay home during the pandemic because I was immune to it and I had T cell immunity. I didn't care. But I can't I mean, I've gotten six vaccination shots. because okay. Nothing affects me. OK, and I, but okay. I just want to say I just want I'll end in a minute. Just a minute. Okay. I just want to say that we we need to have. Uh, some sense of sensible law enforcement. Uh, we need like 10 times more law enforcement in this county to have a, a responsible county back in business. And thank right. you, Joe. Once thank again, Merry Christmas. You Bye-bye. too, Michelle. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on uh, what uh, a previous caller, uh, I believe his name was Eric. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, uh, about the... Uh, the uh, insurre- the insurrection at the okay January sixth insurrection okay. yeah well I I thought that President Trump at the time President Trump uh, wasn't ever convicted of insurrection or rebellion yeah he well he has not been convicted of any crime at this point right okay so. So uh, how could he? How how could the uh, state of Colorado uh, uh, surmise then that he was involved in insurrection or rebellion, and therefore well, uh, stopped him from serving or being on the ballot? I, I don't understand that. Well, as I am, as I understand it, the there was you know there was a, a lawsuit that was brought uh, to a lower court in Colorado that made this claim that that the former President Trump had had committed this uh, you know committed insurrection uh, while uh, you know in in the run up and during that um, that event there on January sixth. They presented evidence to that judge uh, that convinced that judge that indeed that had happened, that he had done that. But that judge uh, then went on to find that, um, well, that judge could not, um, well, decided against the, the, the plaintiffs in that lawsuit because uh, of the wording, which I read just before the break, of the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that does not explicitly state uh, the president is um, is among those who will not be allowed to hold any office, uh, hold the office rather. Uh, so that was the ruling by that lower court. It then was appealed up to the state supreme court, which then found that uh, in that wording that there was reason to keep the former president off of the primary ballot in that state. So that's. That's what transpired. So well, it's, I, it's really I, yeah. I wholly I wholly disagree w- with your example and comment be, because how could the state, a lower court or supreme court of a state determine uh, a national issue? That that's what the House of Representatives and the Senate, and along with uh, a presiding. Uh, 
member of the Supreme Court uh, hold, holding jurisdiction over this uh, these charges, which he was deemed not or uh, not guilty. But, well, but yeah, you're telling me that the state is getting involved in national issues where they have no business being involved in. Well, this only is this only is a, has effect in Colorado. It doesn't affect any other states and who might appear on their ballots. This was strictly in the state of Colorado. So it okay, doesn't well, well, but, it, still but it, raises, doesn't make, it it doesn't make sense, Joe, be, because well, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm just telling you what the what the the, the well, situation yeah, is. I'm not maybe some maybe somebody out there has, has got an example or an an, uh, an explanation like uh, Ferndale John. Okay, be, be, because oh. uh, if the 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 lower court and the Supreme Court of Colorado said he wasn't fit to be on the ballot because he's an insurrectionist. Mm-hmm. What evidence did he have to? I mean, the it was already ruled on by the by the Congress. Well, that was a different situation. That was uh, you're talking about the impeachment. Yeah. Well, same well, thing. Same well, thing. Yeah, that well, and that was a, that was a different situation, and um, no, yeah, I mean not. he was he was impeached by the House and then acquitted by the Senate, uh, the Senate right. which ha- held uh, a majority of the presidents at, of the other of Trump's party. Um, right, he he, he uh, was the, acquitted. Yeah. He was acquitted. Right, right, but that wasn't a court of law per se, um, and it yeah, wasn't a determination of. Section okay. three states that it shall be done by the Congress. Well, it says, um, as I read, let me say, uh, the last the last sentence um, ends, uh, but con- or says, but Congress may, by a vote of two thirds of each house, remove such disability. In other words, the you know two thirds of the Congress of uh, two thirds of the House and two thirds of the Senate voted to allow, say, um, um, uh, you know, who was the, you know, uh, great, uh, you know, like you know, Robert E. Lee, say if he was, you know, wanted to run for president and two thirds of the House and two thirds of the Congress said, okay, you know, you were the general led the, the Confederacy, blah, blah, blah. But we'll, we'll let you be president if, you know, we'll, so, so the Congress well, I, could take I, make that determination under the under the Fourteenth Amendment. I think that uh, Colorado courts severely overstepped their bounds because the Section Three uh, plainly states that by but Congress may vote of two thirds of each house remove such disability. Right. And they did not remove any disability. He was proven not guilty. Well, oh, well, uh, okay. Well, it, all right. Uh, but uh, ultimately, the, you know, the, the, the House that was controlled by Democrats at the time, as I recall, voted to, uh, to impeach the president. Then that impeachment goes to the Senate. The Senate, which was controlled by Republicans at the time, said, no, we're not going to convict the president. It, it was a different situation, and it wasn't two-thirds in, in either house, and, in, and they di- it, was, it was a different situation entirely. They didn't, they didn't take a vote on, the, the, on the, uh, you know, this, this particular issue as far as that, uh, the, uh, uh, Trump's uh, ability or disability to serve as president. But I'm just relating what, um, what I've read about this whole situation. But back in a moment, we got other folks on the line. We want to hear from them and you, and we will here in just a moment. 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. 
I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George, the host of The Aging Hour, right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I have good news for you. We are having a live seminar at the new Holiday Inn and Suites over by the airport in Bellingham at 11 a.m. on Saturday, the 13th of January. Don't let another year go by without giving your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Hope to hear from you. And let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? I'm doing good. Doing good. That's good. The very basics of this court thing in Colorado is the fact that they convicted him without him having the chance to defend himself. So the lower courts, the higher courts, the whole Colorado court system just decided to pass judgment on him. I don't know. I've never heard of something like that before where yes, you're guilty of this, you can't do this. And it's like, wait a minute, where was the trial? Did he defend himself? So it really is the theater of the absurd. And the first caller I agree with, I understand his feeling of never been more riled up than ever. We are a banana republic now. Future political things, this will be done to future politicians as well. We are setting a precedent that is literally banana republic just like Putin, we're going to have one party rule, we're going to have one person running, and the opponent will be put in jail one way or the other before they can even run in. Why hasn't anybody said anything about voter disenfranchisement? They are, this court is seeking to disenfranchise a segment of Colorado's voters. Before the ballots are even printed or made, they're saying, this guy can't run. It's just, it's very, very bad. Okay. You should at least. I mean, how well, do you convict somebody without guess, having a trial and they defend themselves? The, I mean, this is ludicrous. Well, let me just just ask you this though. Sure. I mean, the, about the banana republic comment. I've heard this a lot, and um, I, I guess I I understand where that that's coming from by people who feel like their party is not in power. It has, and 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 they're not able to. But but. <laughs> Isn't uh, isn't a, 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 a massive riot and an attack on a nation's oh, capital like happened on January sixth to stop oh, what is top the proceedings ever. of that of Joe. the governing body? I mean, isn't that isn't that? A, I, I I I was See, thinking about this the I other day. I would love day. to answer that. And, well, let me, just, that? So let me no, just let me just let me just talk answer. for a moment, and I'll let you answer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, uh, I remember how several decades ago watching the video in pretty much in awe as um, you know the the uh, the Russian parliament, whatever they call it now, I forget or whatever they called it, was you know under was under attack. And they were firing, you know, tanks were firing shells into the the, the parliament building, and you know, just like it was like this yeah. country is coming apart. And it, you know that's what the, that's what January sixth looked like to us, and to, I mean to our nation and to the rest of the world. Isn't that a symptom of a of a country that is that is descending into some sort of um, abyss? That you um, know, I would uh, love to answer that. It, it, that, that wasn't that wasn't a proud moment in our nation. Do you think, Joe? It was a six hour event with no guns. The okay. protesters had no guns right. and no masks. And you got to get real with this. All right. Dude, comparison to the BLM stuff, it's nothing. Now, remember you said earlier about uh, what if I went down there and broke in and all this? Mm -hmm. 
Joe, if you were a minority, you would have got a pass. If it was oh, for, for something like sake. BLM, uh, yep, guaranteed, okay. Joe. No, look at the no. riots and look at CHOP. It went on for how long? They just allowed it to occur. It was the most insane thing we'd ever seen. And, oh, they have the right to do this. And just like the homeless thing in Bellingham and Fleetwood said, oh, we got to let them do their thing. And this uh, is their, that was, you know, no. it's just absurd. Six I, hours, the, Joe, uh, with okay. no guns. Six right. hours with no guns. So it was no, no big deal. Uh, nope. No big deal. It All was, right. It, okay. it was a okay. one-fifth of a big deal as everything else that went on previous months. That's well, fact. I don't recall even. Uh, okay, uh, I don't recall BL, no, BLM no protesters, you How know, invading no the Capitol and beating police officers with, uh, with flagpoles. They burned Seattle, and they did kill people. They, and did, they, did. they burned some police cars, and <laughs> I mean, question. I mean, I'm not defending what happened in 2020 and the, the, those but you don't riots, care about but it really, it's not a big deal. It was a big deal, absolutely, and people oh, yeah. uh, people who were and could be could be identified should and have been prosecuted for what they did and there was a there was a guy who you know people there, there was a guy police shot him to death because he shot another protester down in portland they traced him up here they shot him to death i mean this they people have been prosecuted for for those but but you have to admit when you've got thousands of people attacking the the uh the capital and they're all taking selfies they're all broadcasting it live on social media it's pretty darn easy to to identify these people we should talk about that those people joe how much damage did they do to the building a couple broken windows did they graffiti anything did they burn anything did they wreck anything inside no it's a mostly peaceful protest it's all perspective joe you guys say the blm is mostly peaceful and insurrection is the end of the earth well you know what happened? I, I mean, what happened down They're in, in – okay, all right. But, you know, what happened like down in Portland, the 100 nights or whatever, a protest? They never breached, yeah. they never breached the, the federal building. They didn't go in and they didn't trash it. They didn't, Did they they didn't smash their way the into joke? it. Did they not do damage to the city and drive businesses out of business and many people crazy and okay. were not officers right. hurt and things? And it went on and went on and went on. You know, the, like when we compare – when you know, the comparisons, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know – Yeah, you that, don't want to compare f- anything. I know it's crazy. The fact okay. of the matter is, is the riots and the BLM riots were wrong. The protests were fine. The the riots were wrong. Oh, what separate. happened in January 6th was wrong, and I don't know okay, why okay. you can't like admit that. that. I, I like it, Joe. So most of the people January 6th were perfectly good, probably 99%. 99%? So I know. Oh, how many people How many people know. were there and how many went into the building, Joe? Do the math. Very few went into the building compared to what were there. So that was truly a mostly peaceful protest. Oh, most, And only okay, a few right. were bad. So your metric sure, about sure those BLM things was the same. I was okay, trying to apply the exact okay, same metric okay, Rich, to that as okay. the other stuff. All right. Let's let's wind it down here. We, I think we've both had our, had our say on this one. I want to get uh, Steve and Ferndale into the conversation. Hi, Steve. Hi, Joe. How's, how's your night going? Oh, it's gone all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's going fine. these guys, yeah, 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 Be, the BML protest. Uh, which were, I think, still the largest global protest in history. There were 4,700 separate marches in the United States alone. And in case anybody cares, there's thousands of arrests. A lot of people got arrested for that. Uh, what I want to talk about is uh, the Colorado decision. I think what some of your callers aren't understanding is that, and I know you read it, the language of the 14th, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says nothing about convictions. Nobody has to be convicted to be barred from holding public office. Well, it, it that's true. It doesn't say has been convicted of. It just says no, have it, committed it, yeah, it's, or it, have it, engaged well, in insurrection or rebellion against right. the same. It says, yeah. nothing about whether, it says nothing about whether you went to trial or had a conviction. It just says, and as, as I'm sure you explained, it's passed right after the Civil War because, mm-hmm. you know, now these states are part of the Union again, but all these politicians engage, were insurrectionists. They engaged in insurrection against the United States government. They didn't want these guys in, in, in office, so they said, if you've taken an oath of, oath of office, which every federal employee does, including the president, take an open office to defend and protect the Constitution, and then you violate that oath, you are automatically barred from holding office. It's considered a self-enforcing mechanism. And I guess we never thought it would come up in this late day, but now yeah, how do you yeah. enforce that, you know? Yeah, well, at the, at the writing of this, you got to think, you know, they, they were saying, okay, if you were a member of the, say, Virginia legislature and you, when you were elected, you swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States. 
Then right. you later voted to secede from the United States and and support a rebellion against the United States. Then the war is over. You say, hey, I want to run for Congress. And they would say, no, because but, wanna, but it's not like you had to card. it's yeah. not like you had to stay in trial and say, yes, the evidence shows that this person voted to secede from the union and support the Confederacy. So I, I see. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. So All right. voting for to voting to succeed from the union would be an act of insurrection. Yeah. Uh-huh. So and, and these guys also think that January 6th was a, a riot that got out of control. No, it was orchestrated. Donald Trump and his, his inner circle knew they were going to march to the Capitol. Nobody else knew except the planners of the event. The cops didn't know they were going to do that. He was going to tell the crowd to do that. He set up a slate of fake electors. This was orchestrated out of the White House. And he pressured his vice president to read fake illegal electoral votes into the record. Um, it's not just a right, you guys. It's a. It was an entire orchestrated plot All right. to okay. steal the election away from Joe Biden. So that's why the Colorado Supreme Court found him guilty of obviously guilty of insurrection, and using the 14th Amendment has barred him from the ballot. All right. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate your thoughts on that. And we'll take a quick break and be back with more. we got other folks on the line. We'll get to them and you here in just a moment on KGMI Connects. The Mill at 7th, Linden's hidden jewel of a restaurant on Front Street. You'll find comfortable dining, top shelf service with consistently delicious food. If you haven't experienced The Mill, it's time to visit. Hi, I'm Linda, owner of The Mill at 7th. I want to invite you to come dine with us. Our staff and I have worked hard to create an atmosphere that provides you with a welcome welcoming experience with fresh, enticing foods, cocktails, and a wonderfully unique selection of wines. Listen to what our customers have to say. CJ says, We love to eat here. Plan on spending some relaxing time in an environment that's warm and inviting. The staff is so sweet and the food is so yummy. Ashley says, The mill is one of my go-to dinner spots. The food and atmosphere are always exceptional and the service can't be beat. If you want an amazing appetizer, get the apple crostini. You won't be disappointed. Stop by the mill today for an exceptional date night experience. Group parties and catering options at the mill at 7th, downtown Linden on Front Street under the windmill. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin and check out all the 2024 Subaru Outbacks and get financing as low as 2.9%. That's right, for as low as 2.9% on all the 2024 Outbacks. See dealer for details. From the 8-passenger Ascent to the Forester, the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey Griffin, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee selected from these national charities. ASPCA, Meals on Wheels, Make-A-Wish, and the National Parks Foundation. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Bundle and save at DeWard and Bodie on select appliance pairs and packages and get exclusive cashback rebates up to $500. When you buy more, you save more on the best selection of appliances from top-rated brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, and KitchenAid. With purchase of eligible in-stock appliances, get up to $500 cashback via mail-in rebate from DeWard and Bodie. Now is the time to upgrade and save on washers and dryers, oven and microwave combos, and full kitchen suites only at DeWard and Bodie. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We've got a lot of folks want to comment on this. Jackie and Anacortes, but we lost Jackie. Let's go to Norm in Bellingham. Hi, Norm. Hello. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. What are your thoughts today? So, uh, baseline, you are probably at the 95 percentile on the left side, and baseline i'm probably at 85 percent 
on the right side. Okay. And uh, so we have some conflict, I guess, right <laughs> off the bat. But sure. I, I, I am just appalled at the direction of, of the country that we are headed, that where we're headed. I'm 77 years old. I've had a great life in this country, and that life is dramatically on the threshold of being changed. And I, 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 I'm afraid that um, because I can't be involved at this age, but I'm afraid that we are headed for some sort of um, devastating uh, revolution of some kind to overthrow an incredibly un- uh, or a non-thought uh, process of just being able to understand common sense and practical application. And it's not there's no common sense or practical application to what's going on in Colorado. And there's many, many other circumstances. The attacks on Ben Carson to imply that this guy making this porn thing had anything to do with Ben Carson is ridiculous. And even this thing in Colorado where you have uh, probably the state that has the most Christian headquarters and organizations, you got this going on in that country or in that state. And it's just, it's, it's, it's out of control. I mean, I just can't believe that, um, that we have, and it's because, you know, guys my age probably have set back and enjoyed the life that the United States provided for them. But then you have these power mongers who seem to think that, uh, that you know, opening the borders and all that kind of thing will continue to keep them in power. And the, um, the, the, the entitlements that go on in our country today, it's one thing to be generous and it's one thing to be philanthropic but it's another thing to just give things away with no 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 regard for what that might mean to um, uh, loyalty or anything like that I mean it's just I, I just okay. can't believe it people who who came to our country generations ago came because they wanted to be an American they didn't come because they wanted to influence our ways of doing things with what they left and that's where we're at that's right. a lot of rambling i apologize well if you've been offended but that's where i what i see and i'm, I'm really disappointed well really I'm, I'm glad i gave you a chance to get that off your chest norm i i don't see our our country as being you know going down that that steep a slope and i'll be honest i i'm not so um pessimistic about where we're at and where we're headed but uh as i mean i look at the at the history of the nation and i mean you look at you know when we did have a civil war uh the, the uh, you know there were some pretty heavy duty issues at it at play then i don't see anything quite like that now um and i i just don't see i mean i i would be incredibly disappointed in our in our populace if that if what's going on in our country now would plunge us into any sort of a, a conflict like that, that's for sure. I think we would be pretty, pretty, pretty weak-minded if that were the case. But, but you I, pre- I appreciate you, you calling and, and appreciate you know your feelings on this. You don't think that taking somebody's name off of a opportunity for people to vote in this day and age is not a pretty slippery slope? I'm not pretty- saying that that's that's the best thing and as i said with our earlier caller i i think it will probably would probably lead to uh massive unrest like uh, it would make january 6th look like a a tea party so i don't think it would be a good thing for the nation and i've said it before i think that um i think ultimately what gerald ford did uh with in in the case of richard nixon um that uh it wouldn't have been good for the country to continue down that road of, okay, now let's prosecute this guy. Um, and, and it's, it's a little troubling, I guess, that people get to that level of power and then they are somehow above, above being prosecuted for things, you know, bad things they do. And I'm talking about specifically now in the case of Richard Nixon and what happened in Watergate and, and subsequently, but, um, it, it, you know, what really caused him to resign and 
but to then going going on with a trial and all that, it would have been it would have been really even more brutal for the country after what it had been through. So I don't I don't agree with all the all that all those moves, and I think um, it would be very suspect, obviously, if if just justices or judges made a call like this, and as they have in Colorado, it's one state though. I think we have to remember. So, but Norm, I appreciate your call. But what? Yeah, that? they need to resolve that as quick as possible so that doesn't go any further because people are not happy with that. All right. Well, we'll we'll see you out on the streets marching. Real quick, I want to go to John in Bellingham. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. So just looking at the show tonight, and I guess the 14th Amendment is having its moment. And Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's got a a different opinion. Uh, Everybody seems to have read it and reread it and read every word of it. Yeah. Um, But but different opinions. And I think it's already... I think the Supreme Court has agreed to take the case, and what they'll do, I don't know. I don't think the Supreme Court is is easily determined as a lot of people think. I think uh, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch can both, you know, surprise people sometimes, and and Roberts certainly can too. Mm-hmm. But they're either going to rule, they can rule one way or another, and whatever way they rule, the side who feels that they lost will. Say either the Supreme Court are sellouts if if they rule in favor of this Colorado decision, like I can imagine yeah, Lars yeah. Larson mm-hmm. carrying on, or if they if they overturn it, um, everybody's going to say, "Well, Trump appointed court, Trump appointed court. They're all for Trump, and they're conservatives." And you know, right, <laughs> so, right, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not uh, right now. I it can be it can be they can rule. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of happy people, no matter how they rule. I think that's a, probably a pretty safe assumption for sure. And uh, real quick, before we wrap up the program, Jim in Bellingham's been holding on forever. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing well. What's on your how mind? How much time do I have? You got a minute. A minute? Well, I had a love story. Okay. Uh, KR, a woman I used to really like, KR initials and JC initials, so I'll try to do some of that tomorrow they were in school and uh they, they um paid attention to me when i was in a real dark period and i'm trying to make friends with them but it's kind of like a first date you know i heard that song uh by Jimi hendrix you know i was on the radio yesterday and uh uh-huh. kism was playing instead of your show so it was foxy lady and so i used the words foxy and sexy i don't use those words much uh, maybe because i'm a virgin you know at uh in advancing age, but I would like some sort of friendship with them if I can. But okay. I wanted to ask your audience uh, if they're worried about the left and so much. Uh, one thing I would say about unconstitutional, uh, tell us that if there is a place in the Constitution for the executive order. I know thousands, tens of thousands of them have been given, but I, I know the word execute uh, appears in the um, uh, executive uh, branch, Article 2. Uh, but I've never heard anybody say that they're find out where the executive order actually lists. Okay, Jim, I'm out of time. I'm sorry, and I know you hung on forever, but uh, we'll get uh, give us a call tomorrow. We'll give you a chance to finish your thoughts. And thanks to everybody else who took part in our program today.